0: Sir wasted no time at all. (laughs) He was like, I got me a wife. Let's get the baby (laughs) maker going. can't believe May is over. Yeah, I can't believe it's already,
1: like, we're in the middle of the year. Where did the time go? I couldn't even tell yet.
0: <laughs> so much has changed since the start of the year. It's like we've lived eight lifetimes. I know, that's how I feel. It's uh, exciting, though, that we're
1: in summer, getting a little warm out we can finally wear those
0: summer dresses that we've been keeping in our closets i wore a dress to work yesterday and i was like wow this is so much better than wearing pants but it's only because i was working an event and i didn't need like pockets to keep a notebook or anything it was it was glorious just to let those puppies breathe exactly But today we have a, it's not exactly a summery movie, but the weather is very nice in this movie for the most part, so it
1: feels apt. Yeah, and I mean, it does, I think, technically end around the end of the school year. True. So we have a little bit of alignment. Um, Today we're doing the 2002
0: military (laughs) classic Cadet Kelly. Wow. Wow. This was a movie, the last time I watched was when we did our live watch back in, I think we did that in 2021. It's been like a hot minute. Whoa. I think I've seen it like a a, a solid amount of times.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it is one of my favorite movies because I do think that it's a coming of age story at like the heart of it. And it's just so interesting how she goes from this like free form, artistic, girly, to like injecting her artistic style into the military. It's
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's honestly kind of silly, but I think it's very apt.
0: Yeah. Don't let the military change you. Change, change the, the military. military. <laughs> <laughs> well, shall we dive into uh, some fun facts? Absolutely. So, obviously, we have our main players, Miss Hillary Duff, Miss Christy Carlson Romano. And Christy actually said that she was nervous about being, like, typecast as a mean girl with this role because she had also been playing Wren on Even Stevens. And so she worked with the producers to make the movie more so, like, a story about friendship. And she also said that she was kind of nervous that, like... Hillary wouldn't like her because sometimes there can be, like, competition between Disney gals on set, but she said that, like, Hillary was actually really wonderful, and they got along really well while they were filming.
1: Yeah, I liked how they worked in the friendship aspect. I mm-hmm. think it would have been really flat if she was just a villain the entire time. Right. Um. Also, Andrea Lewis, who played Carla, she is the on-screen BFF, and she actually shared this, like, anecdote about working with Hillary apparently her mom, Hillary Duff's mom, helped her with her career early on. She said that Susan Duff was one of the first people to really encourage her. And her mom also came up to LA to like, explore and learn about the industry. And this isn't a TikTok, which I've actually seen a bunch of her TikToks, Mm -hmm. like, she's pretty active on TikTok. So I definitely recommend checking out Andrea Lewis's TikTok just to like, Learn a little bit more about her childhood acting career. And um, I think she does a great job in this role. So
0: definitely. It was exciting. I also think she was on Degrassi, right? She was, yeah. We also have Sean Ashmore, who plays the big man on campus. Miss <laughs> <laughs> man was 23 <laughs> yeah. in the movie. Yeah.
1: Hillary Duff, 13, a child. Well, when they
0: filmed it she was 15 but yeah she is playing a 13 year old but yeah he actually had to attend military school for three months and take voice lessons in order to project as a as a cadet major and also him and christy actually had a little a little fling going on and they went on a couple of dates while filming no way yeah um, also
1: I thought this was super interesting. Gary Cole, who plays Sir and Christy, have both voiced characters in Impossible. Obviously, Christy was um Kim Possible, but Gary Cole was Timothy Possible. Wild. <laughs> I know, especially because like now I think of Gary Cole and I think of Veep. And I'm like, you've had such a robust acting career. But in the beginning, he was just like sir yeah you know well also timothy possible but like (laughs) the range well in vp's also a very stoic like he's a numbers guy on the team like very
0: funny but very dry i just always think of him from um ricky bobby where he's the ballad of ricky bobby (laughs) yeah talladega knights he's his uh he's his dad isn't he i don't remember I, i i'm not sure Maybe I'm making that up, but I'm pretty sure he is. And I think he's also in the Brady Bunch movie, too. Love that I have all this useless information stored in my brain. Um. Anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no. I mean, I think of him, like, as being super famous, but maybe it's just because I love Cadet Callie and I love Veep. Right. And he's just kind
0: of done a smattering of things. Yeah, so you're like, he's in half of the things that I watch, so. <laughs> Right, right. So he must be just plastered all over the world. <laughs> He's booked and busy. What can I say? Right. And our last little fun fact for you is that Hillary was actually made an honorary cadet sergeant at the military school where they filmed. And before we dive in, we just want to remind you that out now on Patreon this month is our hairspray episode, and coming at you next month is going to be our Bend It Like Beckham episode, so you're definitely going to want to check that out if you're interested. Our Patreon is $5 a month, we have a bunch of fun perks, and if you sign up for a whole year, you actually get a discount, so just throwing that out there. And I guess with that being said, should we
1: march right into it? Let's freaking do it.
0: Okay, so we pan over, in big air quotes, New York City, aka Vancouver, I think is where they actually filmed this one. Of course. And we hear the amazing song, I'm a one girl revolution, playing. And we're at the quad of, I think it's literally just called New York Middle School of the Arts. And we see Kelly just... Twirling around waving (laughs) around some ribbons very rhythmic gymnastics Lizzie-esque in this little choreographed dance I use the word dance very loosely (laughs) and she says in her narration that she knows some stories were meant to be told but she didn't know that hers was one of them. So once her and this group finish up their dance, uh, her best friend, Amanda, it was actually her project, and she tells the teacher that this dance is called the Dance of Family, and she couldn't have choreographed it without her best friend, Kelly. So they hug, and then somehow Kelly manages to, like, fall for a full, like, two minutes straight. Right. She, like, bumps <laughs> into the t-shirt. She steps on everyone's toes. Always falling. Always falling. She makes her way to you know, the side and the teacher asks what about her family project and she says that she's actually planning on doing a video documentary apparently she has jumped around to a bunch of different types of projects where she was mm-hmm. going to do an essay and then a sculpture garden but we then pan over to Kelly's dad who is teetering along a stone wall with his camcorder until Simply taking his life in his <laughs> own hands yeah, Till he's like whoa, whoa and falls off the ledge like father like daughter and Kelly tells her teacher that the film will show the way her family really works and she'll call it La Familia a film by Kelly Collins she's so full of shit dude <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I, like, always forget just how annoying she is at the beginning of yeah. the movie. I'm like, damn, I would send her off to military school as well. In a I heartbeat. Can't stand <laughs> <her>. <laughs> so after
1: school, Kelly, I think she has her father's camcorder. She's like, where are we going? And he's like, oh, well, I'm going to a bunch of countries. He's like, Myanmar, Thailand, da-da-da. He is a photographer. He travels, taking pictures, Mm. I'm assuming, for different magazines. Um, And Kelly is like, I'm going to miss you so much. And they agree to get dirty water hot dogs, Mm -hmm. which I'm like, that sounds literally gross test. Yeah. (laughs) But they, I guess, like to get hot dogs from a specific cart. And that is very New York. I feel like getting Mm -hmm. a hot dog from a specific hot dog vendor. And we get like a snapshot of her dad, She tells us that he is divorced alone, but having fun, and he has her as the love of his life. So he tries to hail a cab to get them back home um, and just fails. So, of course, Kelly has to hold out her arm, a bunch of cabs stop, and she tells us that she has to do everything, which kind of becomes a tagline for her
0: character. This weaponized incompetence-ass dad over here. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I can't do anything, right? Oh, falling off a of ledges. Can't do anything. Can't parent my child. Gotta go to Myanmar. Peace out. Gotta go to Thailand. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna give your mom full custody. Uh, I'll visit when I'm in town. Yeah, when I have the time. But we'll see. <laughs> so, so they go to... Um, see her mom who is on the phone working she's like a high-powered business lady i think she's an editor yeah kelly tells us that she's a worker a mother and she has her the light of her life and then kelly just like shoves the camera in her mom's (laughs) face (laughs) absolutely insufferable (laughs) cannot stand her I don't know why it was bothering me so much, but I was like, I need to get this girl out of my face right now at this point. <laughs> so her mom is like, oh, there's something called too much of a close up and like shoves, shoves her, her. Away. <laughs> <laughs> And her dad picks up a photo of mom's boyfriend, the general, and says, oh, he looks very important. And her mom is like, well, yeah, he is to me. And Kelly films this and says that ex-husband, ex-wife, you know, a nuclear family that once exploded as gently as possible. So it seems like a fairly amicable divorce.
1: Definitely. There isn't any animosity between her parents. And it seems like he, they're both like, their home is in New York, even though he yeah. travels. So it seems like they see each other very frequently. They're, mm-hmm. He's picking her up from school. She lives with her mom. like mm-hmm. they're honestly like the ideal divorce like they're so chill with each other
0: Mm -hmm. also the mom is the same mom as in um full court miracle yes and i only put it together literally yesterday that she also is the lady from the philadelphia cream cheese ads she's the angel (gasps) from those ads
1: that's insane
0: (laughs) yeah what are what a career and I'm like, get your bag. That must have been good money. <laughs> right. So as Kelly records, she's like back. She's like literally jumping back with this camera. And her parents are like, no, stop. No, because she knocks over a fishbowl that's just sitting on like a pillar for some reason, which is and a it's terrible a round place.
1: fishbowl. Like there are many
0: issues with yeah. the placement. Yeah. So she breaks this fishbowl and it's very. Oh, no, did I do that? Whoopsies. Classic Kelly. (laughs) So later
1: on, Kelly is sulking and her mom tells her, you know, the water damage wasn't that bad. And you managed to save most of the fish. And she's like, I saved all the fish because (laughs) every fish's life is sacred. But I don't think we like talk about her being a vegetarian or anything. And she eats hot dogs. Yeah. So I was like, (laughs) interesting, but sure. And her mom suggests that she like slows down a bit, which makes a lot of sense. She seems to be a very hyper girly,
0: kind Mm. of like
1: a little frazzled and chaotic. And Kelly tells her that her dad says, you can't think about art. something you just have to feel and do. And I'm sure her mom loves that. (laughs) Yeah. But she says, you know, he's a grown up. And Kelly promises not to break anything else. Then the door buzzes and it is Joe looking very handsome uh, in his uniform and such. Big old stash. Oh, yeah. Or is he? He's not wearing a uniform. Is he wearing a uniform in this? I actually don't remember. Either way, it feels like he is. Yeah. It feels (laughs) like he's wearing a uniform. And... They embrace and share quite a passionate kiss, actually. I
0: know. I was like, this is a Disney Channel original movie. Yeah. and they play a little
1: tune. They're like, it's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, what? And Kelly gets in his face and tells oh us my that he's God. the first, which I can only really imagine this stoic, um, very private man hates so much yeah and she's like <laughs> uh he's the first man that mom has brought into our lives since dad but because she's so close as sir as soon as sir turns around he smashes his nose into the camera and Kelly and her mom are like ah, ah. <laughs> and they get, get him a tissue and Kelly's like, I'm so sorry. If you want to cry, it's
0: okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm going to punch you in the head if you don't get away (laughs) from me. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So later on during dinner, they actually end up telling Kelly that they want to get married and settle down. And she's like, that's so great. Like, maybe one day you will. And they're like, no, we're not asking <laughs> That day for is today. Yeah, we're not asking for permission. We're telling you. <laughs> and Kelly's just like, oh, well, in that case, you have my permission. Like, I'm happy for you both. And Kelly tells us that she was happy. You know, sir wasn't mushy, but he looked at her mom like she was the answer to his prayers. Aww. And she asks what she should call him. And he says, Joe or sir. So she decides on Sir Mm -hmm. and tells him that, you know, she's open to making this work, but he needs to learn how to slouch a little. And he tries his very best to look casual and nonchalant as he slouches, but it's just not comfortable for him. So he has to straighten back up. Mm -hmm. So
1: that night, Sam tells Kelly she wouldn't be getting married if she didn't think it would be good for both of them. And she tells her that she loves him, and Kelly is like, ah, yes, I hear. Like, love is great. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And her mom
0: leaves, but Kelly looks, like, unsettled. So then next day, she has her wedding dress, and I'm like, how long has this been in the works that you've not told her? (laughs) I
1: think that there are some time jumps in this movie Mm -hmm. that are unaddressed. Yeah. Like, how we go from, like, her auditioning for Drill Team to her mom being, like, nine months pregnant. True. So I think I think that this might be some time a of skippery, later on. yeah, yeah.
0: Because they mentioned a summer wedding, that's true, yeah. So some measure of time has passed, and Kelly's mom has her wedding dress, and Sir tells her, you know, not to think about what tomorrow is, and mom's like tells Sir that she's so happy for him, but she hasn't told Kelly yet, and we're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, what the fuck? It's so mysterious. And he offers to tell her together, but mom is like, hmm, better not. I'll do it on my own. (laughs) So
1: at the store, Kelly and her mom are trying on some makeup. And Kelly tells her that this is their last night, a single woman.
0: Wow.
1: I know. And her mom tells her that she's so happy. You know, things just feel right. And Kelly tells her it's more than right love happiness what could go wrong and her Hmm. mom looks deeply perturbed (laughs) and says that sir has found a new job which is something that's briefly mentioned earlier in the Mm -hmm. movie that he is a retired general i believe yeah i think so yeah and probably doesn't need a job honestly because he retired from the military at a really high rank but gotta fill his days you know right So he's like, you know, found a new job. And Sam says it's one that he's wanted for a while. And Kelly asks her what the job is. And her mom is like, well, some things are going to change. We're going to move upstate. And I'm going to learn how to do things like make curtains and cook. And I love that her mom is just like (laughs) fucking, yeah, like I'm going to be a homemaker.
0: Yeah. She's like, forget about my job that – I'm clearly very successful at because I live in Manhattan and I support my daughter while my deadbeat ex-husband is traveling the world and I'm going to be a trad wife now. And like that's what it is. I
1: want the story of her. I want Mm. like her story to be told because I feel like it would be very interesting. And we kind of glaze over her so much in this movie. Mm. But now that I'm like – I'm closer to her age, I guess, than Kelly's age. Is that true? Maybe that's not true. I don't know how old she is. But her plight sounds more relevant to my life right right now. Yeah. So I do – I'm so so curious, like, if she's always wanted to just be a stay-at-home mom and she just had to work a lot because she was supporting Kelly. Yeah. And, yeah, a super – super curious so
0: yeah because it's such like a flip and obviously Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with being like a homemaker or a stay-at-home mom whatever you want to do go for it but it's just like so sudden where she's like yep i am now gonna bake and make curtains (laughs) right
1: right so kelly tells her like wait slow down you said we're moving um and she's like yes uh to a place where there's no takeout And Kelly is like, oh, what the fuck? I can't move out of New York. And I'm like, same girl. And my parents are like, it's so expensive. Why are you staying there? And I'm like, (laughs) I can't leave New York. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she's like, where will I get my dirty water hot dogs? What about school? And her mom says, there is a great school where we're going. And I know this because Joe will be the principal of the school only It's not really a principal per se. He's more of a commandant. Uh, It's a very, very caring, you know, very structured military school. And Kelly is like, what the fuck? And honestly, I would be spooked. I would
0: (laughs) lose it.
1: I would absolutely lose it. And she's like, you can't do this to me. I'm not going to military school. Like, please leave me here. (laughs) And her mom is like, no, you're much too fun to be left behind. And besides, families don't leave anyone behind. I would freak out, dude. If my parents said we're moving and you're going to military school, that feels like a punishment. Right. I mean, I assume that it's – the way they portray the school is less of, like, uh, you were bad, you're going to military school, and it's more of, like, an elite private school. But <laughs> it doesn't sound appealing unless you're into it.
0: Yeah, I would be fucking pissed if I was in an arts middle school, and, like, supposedly I had planned to go into the arts in some way, and then I'm right. pulled out right before high school – To go to military school and like live upstate and not have any access to any of my arts classes anymore. No go. Yeah. Cut to her
1: being at George Washington at Military Academy. And it's just like exactly what you mentally think about. It's like the people practicing twirling guns, marching around, everyone wearing like military uniforms. And... Kelly just rolls up and thinks, Where the fuck can I get a cafe mocha? <laughs> and with her like rolling suitcase, and I'm like, Why did your parents like leave you there? Like they're there. Yeah, with why you. didn't you all drive together? <laughs> right. Or like, I don't know if it's the thing of her like going to the barracks and getting settled. Right. So she drags her suitcase along the quad, and we get the first glimpse of. Queer icon, (laughs) Miss Jennifer Stone, spotting Kelly for the first time and just immediately uh, repulsed by her sight. Mm -mm. And Kelly sees Mr. Sir, who looks a whole lot different from when he was kissing her mom in the living room. And I'm like,
0: damn, Kelly. Yeah. (laughs) So Kelly goes to the barracks and all the girls stare at her i would also be pissed if not only am i like moving but i can't even live with my fucking parents anymore you have to live right right. i'd be pissed so she sits on her bed and she meets carla so that's when this random girl comes in and says that they got captain stone again she's going to dismember them. And Kelly asks who Captain Stone is, and they explain that she's their squad leader. She's super mean. I think they say she's the meanest 16-year-old in America or something like that. And Carla says that Jennifer tells them what to do and when to do it. And Kelly says, well, how could that be possible? Like, we have brains. You know, we can make our own decisions. I love how she's never encountered authority. No, never. She's like, <laughs> all I do is twirl batons around. I don't know what you're talking about. She's kind of giving um
1: a less, or sorry, a more whimsical version of like Nora Hogan, like incredibly charming, yeah. like kind of free spirit.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's like, what do you mean? I hate authority. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, so one of the cadets says that she heard that You know, Captain Stone has a buzzard for a pet. She'll probably be with Brad again this year. And Kelly's like, what's a Brad? I'm like, it's a guy. Like, context clues. Put it together. (laughs) She is not the (laughs) brightest bulb. No, she's not. So the girls all start, you know, gossiping about Brad and say he's the most perfect boy around. And Carla tells them to chill because he's a cadet major. He's not interested in them. And that's when Kelly spreads out her rainbow blanket. And I'm like, if you can't pick up by now that this movie is incredibly gay, that's on you. Yeah. It's literally right in our faces. So she's spreading out her little rainbow blanket. And Carla warns her not to since it's against regulation. But Kelly says, thanks, but I would like to retain my individuality here. Suddenly,
1: someone comes into the barracks and yells, Ten And the girls all line up as Gloria and Jennifer come in to inspect the barracks.
0: I think this is like an exact like shot remake from Full Metal Jacket where you see like the zoom in on the boots. I like read that somewhere or like I saw it in a video or something. I love when like video or not videographers, but like
1: DPs or directors Mm -hmm. reference films that like a teen would never have seen but like inject it into this like decom it's so funny Mm -hmm. so kelly does not take the hint of course and fixes the blanket on her bed and jennifer just snatches the blanket and steps on it and tells her keep it out of my barracks (laughs) she's like this ratty old thing just digging in on her And Kelly is shook, and she's like, why would she do something like that? And then realizes, and she says this. She's like, oh, you're Captain Stone. And I do have to hand it to her that she's pretty fearless in the face of people. Like, she's not, like, she speaks her morals, for sure. Like, she doesn't just talk about it. She does it. So Stone is, like, you're on my list maggot <laughs> and that is the iconic line that everyone says from this film we should make a shirt that's like you're on my list maggot oh yeah that would be good that would be really good so kelly tells her she'd be on her list too if she had one and jennifer leaves and carla tells kelly uh she is trouble ahead and kelly says there will be trouble ahead for her too And then this random girl who has a bunch of lines, but I don't know her name. No idea. Okay. Yeah, they (laughs) never say it. She's like, come on, guys. (laughs) For Jen, we're just a lowly speck of dust. (laughs) (laughs) And Kelly is like, okay, we still live in a democracy. Some things are going to have to change around here. Mm. And Carla, ever the pragmatist, is like... "Yeah." You are going to change a school that has been around for over 100 years. Do not cross this woman. (laughs) Kelly tells us that she hated the uniformity, the rules, the khaki of it all. It became clear that she needed to change the school. She needed to do everything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my
0: God. I have
1: to do everything around here. Oh, boy. Guess it's
0: up to me to change the military. Right. (laughs) Again. (laughs) So so the next morning, it is the ass crack of dawn, and we hear... Playing via trumpet, and everybody rushes out of their barracks. Obviously, Kelly is not accustomed to this kind of wake-up call. And I think she, like, literally falls out of her bed from the the shock. And she eventually runs out after everyone else in her uniform, but also wearing, like, a ton of accessories. She has, like, a bunch of jewelry and a scarf. (laughs) A little scarf. I'm like, this isn't the French Army. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, you cannot wear this. (laughs) So they end up, like, stuffing everything into her hat to hide it before Captain Stone comes over. Jennifer and Gloria start telling the ladies their schedule, but Kelly is just super confused by military time and the term mess, and Jennifer comes over and asks if everything is clear, maggot. Kelly is like, oh, what do you mean, like, 2,100 hours? Like, my watch only has 12 hours.
1: Ma'am, I'm a little confused,
0: ma'am. My watch (laughs) only goes up to 12. (laughs) Jennifer asks if she gets dumber by the minute. And I'm like, yeah, you should know what 24-hour time is at this age mm-hmm. for sure. And waits for Kelly to salute her, and Carla has to, like, motion to her that she's supposed to salute. So Kelly does, but when she does her salute, her hat goes flying off, and all of her accessories go spewing out at Jennifer. <laughs> it pops off like a little jack-in-the-box. It's so Yeah, funny. literally. <laughs> Jennifer's about to tear her a new asshole when Carla yeah. is like, ma'am. This, this cadet offers to teach her the ways and the protocols of military school. And Jennifer is like, fine, do it fast. I do find her interesting.
1: I feel like she is mean, but when Carla offers this, she's just mm-hmm. like, okay, like, she does just want everyone to follow the rules because she follows the rules.
0: Yeah, for sure. So Carla then gives Kelly her first lesson <laughs> and says, shut up and listen. <laughs> And Kelly says that those are two things she's never mastered. So later on, Carla tries
1: to teach Kelly how to tell someone's rank and who to salute. And Kelly begins just saluting everyone and guessing their rank and just like sergeant, cadet major, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And she's like skipping around saluting. And they notice Stone and see she's getting ready to approach the Brad, oh Resident my. Cutie, Extraordinaire. And Kelly asks if that's Brad or the cutest boy she's ever seen or both. Oh, my God. (laughs) And Carla's like, okay, I would really recommend staying away because he's Stone's man. They'll be going to the dance together for sure. And Kelly's like, what dance? Like, (laughs) clue me in. And she says that she's so there. So Stone makes her way over to Brad and – Kelly notices this so she begins walking over to Brad and just like (laughs) outpaces her like a little bit more and a little bit more until they start racing to Brad where Kelly does end up reaching him first and she salutes him and Stone looks at her absolutely shocked and then Kelly turns and salutes her too and Stone reluctantly salutes her back so as Kelly walks away Stone is glaring at her and Kelly tells Carla that she thought she'd be happy at how quickly she was learning.
0: Kelly simply cannot stop herself from making a splash yeah. in every opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> so Kelly then goes to class. We have this little montage of her, her various classes. She sits down while everyone is standing for the teacher. And once mm-hmm. the teacher comes in, then they sit We also see in another class where they're discussing Napoleon and Kelly raises her hand to let her teacher know that she's a conscientious objector and everyone whips their head around at her like, what the fuck did she just say? (laughs) She then is in math class and she returns her test being like, I don't think I did very well. And the teacher says, oh, no, it's just to like gauge your level And she says that the only math they did at her old school was when they felt like it. And I'm like, that's not regulation. There's no school in New York City that can get away with that.
1: Right, 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 So after class in the barracks, the girls are all showing each other their dresses for the dance. And they're, like, gushing. Kelly's like, oh, my God, let me see. That's so cute. But Carla just kind of goes to the side. Um, She's not showing off a dress or anything, and Kelly notices this, so she joins her, and she's like, hey, how about we take a walk? So they take a walk and pass the drill team, and Kelly tells Carla that she believes in gun control, and Carla tells her, that is gun control around here, honey. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and explains that the drill team is kind of a big deal. It's like their football team, and Kelly is like, I don't know. Military life just isn't for me. And Carla says that's something you have to kind of adjust to. You know, both of Stone's parents are military. So they run into Joe, actually, on the way. um, And the ladies, you know, put up their hands to salute him. And he's like, what are you up to? And Kelly is like, we're going home to pick out some dresses for the dance, sir. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, well, uh, enjoy And as he walks away, Kelly calls behind him and she's like, see you later, Joe. Carla is shook. Mm -hmm. She's like, you cannot talk to him like that. And Kelly's like, actually, I kind of can. Um, He's my stepdad. And Carla is like, (laughs) what? (laughs) And says that she should tell Stone that because she would go easier on her. But Kelly is like, no, Jennifer Stone is my own battle.
0: Also, we'll find out soon that Jennifer doesn't give a shit who her stepdad is. Right, right. <laughs> Jennifer Stone is, I'm like, who are her parents? Right, yeah. How high ranking are they that you don't mm-hmm. even care? <laughs> so, yeah. We then go over to, I guess, Kelly's mom's house because Kelly doesn't get to fucking live at home anymore. And <laughs> they look through all of the dresses that she has. You know, mom comes over and greets them while she's trying to get her apron on properly, you know, adjusting to that homemaker life. I get it, but, like, you don't know how to put an apron on? Yeah, like, come on. There's one hole for the head. That's (laughs) it. (laughs) So Kelly then suggests that Carla wear this blue dress. She tries on, like, a couple other dresses and says, you know, maybe maybe there is a feminine side to military life. We then immediately cut to an obstacle course. So maybe not so much. I love <laughs> the music that they use for this. I know that later on they have to like replace an orig- like the original song that they use cuz I think they lost the rights on Disney Plus. So for a lot of this I'm not super sure like what is actually was like in the movie or what they've replaced in in streaming. But as they're doing this obstacle course, Kelly is not doing so hot. And we hear stone and the men's captain like yelling at the students as they complete this course, Kelly having a hard time and stone clocks her like checking out Brad. So she's like, Oh, I'm going to make her life even worse. So Kelly (laughs) finishes the obstacle course and stone makes her do it again. But then when Kelly gets to the top of this wall that she's supposed to like rappel down, she's too afraid. She's scared of heights And Stone says, she has to come down. Are you going to leave a member of your team behind? But Kelly says, I can't do it. So Stone just walks away, leaves her there. Dismayed. So later
1: on, after the instructor asks if anyone else is on the course, everyone is like, no. He's like, all right. The dance is at, oh, whatever. It's probably at like 1,200 hours. Wait, no. No. I don't know, whatever APM is, $1,600 or something. And then after he dismisses the squads and Stone sees Kelly just still at the top of the wall and she goes up to her just silent and Kelly's like, hmm, I'm getting kind of hungry. Like maybe we can send out for a Caesar salad. Mm -hmm. And Stone shakes her head and just commands Kelly to get down and Kelly does make her way down Very haphazardly.
0: It's not a super tall wall. Like it's maybe 10 feet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But she is having a tough time. Yeah. So she does make it down and it's very tragic. But Stone tells her that Gloria will take over from here and she is going to do the course until she gets it right. And Kelly is just super upset that she's missing the dance. But when Stone asks if she's going to tell her stepfather she's like i'm going to do absolutely nothing
0: which i think is the right move yeah yeah and you know who this sucks for the most gloria who's just minding her business and now she's being punished too but gloria's like i hate dancing i but hate still, dresses <laughs> Like we might want you know some time to read in the barracks while it's quiet oh, yeah. and empty i don't know and now you got to stand out in the rain with the maggot and let her right. do this course <laughs> so that's exactly what they do it's fucking pouring rain kelly is going through the course and gloria's you know ushering her along and in kelly's narration she talks about how gloria was her quote own personal slave driver But she didn't have the same look of hatred as Captain Stone. So Mm -hmm. she's like, maybe there's a little wiggle room here. So she decided to find the real Gloria, the one who craves to be human. And she asked Gloria if she's bummed about not going to the dance. But like we said, Gloria says that she hates dancing and music. And Kelly suggests that they investigate that further. And I'm like, yeah, if you hate (laughs) music, like I get not liking music, but actively hating it seems weird to me. Yeah. And Gloria just tells her to keep going. It's now dark out, and Kelly has to like crawl under the barbed wire but ends up cutting herself. Like, this looks gnarly. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And Gloria asks Kelly how she feels, and Kelly says she doesn't feel, she just wants to finish. And she, you know, has to do this crawling portion again. And she tells Gloria that she doesn't think she's ever going to be able to like finish it and get it right. And then Gloria, she does like soften and she opens up Mm -hmm. a little bit. And she's like, you know, when I'm crawling through the mud, I think about the stars back home in Ponce. Ponce? Yeah,
1: she's from Ponce,
0: uh, Puerto Rico. There we go. And she just thinks about being on the beach where the sand is soft and warm. And Kelly is like, Gloria, that is pure poetry. (laughs) (laughs) I love her friendship with Gloria. Honestly, okay. I know (laughs) I know everybody is always like, you know, Kelly and Jennifer, Kelly and Jennifer, but nobody ever talks about the chemistry between Kelly and Gloria. Like there was something there. Mm -hmm. The smiles, Mm -hmm. the glances, the the softening of the eyes. I was like, Ah! I see it. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm the only one.
1: If Gloria and Jennifer Stone aren't hooking up uh i'm like come handcuff me
0: yeah (laughs) take me away (laughs) so yeah gloria's like okay let me give you some pointers she tells her you know get down on your elbows use your knees to push and they actually go through it together like gloria gets in the mud and does it with her and kelly finally completes it it stops raining triumphant amazing moment Kelly thanks Gloria and says maybe she can prove to her sometime that good times aren't just for chumps. Mm-hmm. And Gloria's like, ha you can try. Mission accomplished. Fall out. So Kelly is like, I can't wait. I got to go tell Carla. And starts running off in the mud. Mm-hmm. So she gets to the building where they're having the dance
1: and she looks down and then she just <laughs> fucking <laughs> – trips on something and ends up just like tumbling down the hill Mm. landing right on stone getting mud all over her white dress and stone screams and everyone claps for kelly because stone (laughs) is very hated yeah people do not like jennifer stone even by her boyfriend apparently (laughs) right and brad like stifles a giggle and says that kelly is someone who knows how to get down and dirty
0: Two things. one, this is the most ridiculous fall I've ever seen in my entire life. She Hillary falls stuff is like <laughs> resting on her laurels with this one. she's phoning it in on this one. yeah, she falls down this hill for like forty five seconds and then, slides all the way through the dance across the room and lands on jennifer it's insane Unbelievable. second of all brad you're a terrible fucking boyfriend i would dump somebody they're not the together spot. i feel
1: like he just agrees to go to the dance with her i'm so confused by their relationship
0: well it seems like they had a thing last year as well right. honestly you know what it reminds it reminds me of um in Wild Child, the like Harriet Freddie Kingsley mm. situation. Um, but yeah, if I was wearing a white dress and it got covered in mud at this dance and I was very clearly upset about it, and my date was like laughing at me, I would kill him. Like I I would, <laughs> I be would over. kill him. <laughs> I would be put in jail because I will have murdered him. <laughs> so Kelly tells
1: us that it would have been so cool if Sir didn't call her into his office. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, my father was also commandant and he was harder on me than the other students. So, you know, I understand the position that you're in. And Kelly says, you know, it'll be okay. People didn't know how fragile a child's psyche was back then. And Sir tells her that he is not... (laughs) happy with her performance this first week of school and kelly tells him that she's not very happy with what's going on either yeah (laughs) and i'm like this is so cringe to watch so uh she calls the drill team like robots who throw around rifles and he's like i was one of those robots and we're gonna talk about this incident with stone's dress and kelly is like okay that was an accident you know i lost my footing And he's like, well, it's not just that. I've received complaints from a lot of your teachers, and they're worried about your lack of discipline. And he tells her uniformity is something that they strive for. And Kelly protests this idea of, like, lack of individuality in the military. And Sir tells her that although individual dignity is respected, the individual is at the service of the group. That's why they call it the service. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Sir tells her that that's a lesson she needs to
0: learn so after the meeting kelly tries to call her father but it goes straight to voicemail absentee father at it again and she's like hey dad i just wanted to say hi there's nothing to worry about she sounds miserable it made me think of that um it's so great, but hey, can you talk for a second? Yes, yes. So good, but hey, can you talk for a second? <laughs> so Kelly tells us that she gave George Washington a whole week. That's the name of the school. I don't know if he mm-hmm. said that. Not just George Washington, the man. Um, She gave it a whole week, and yeah. it seemed like they would never get along. She needed to tell her mom. So
1: she does go to the house and asks her mom for her lap so that they can talk. And her mom's like, I also have something to tell you. And Kelly says, oh, you can go first. And she tells her that she is going to have a baby. <gasps> I know. And Kelly is just elated. And Sam says, I'm going to love this baby, but I'll always love you longer.
0: Sir wasted no time at all. <laughs> He's he said, like, I got Let's me get a wife. the baby maker going. <laughs> so
1: then she gives Kelly a box of paints and tells her that the baby's room will need her beautiful painting she does so well. And I do love their relationship. They're yeah. clearly super close. And Kelly tells her that she has made her a very happy daughter. And Samantha asks Kelly what she was going to tell her. And she says, oh, um, Carla has turned out to be just a really great friend. And Kelly's like, I couldn't tell my mom what was going on. She didn't want any chaos when a baby was about to be brought into the world. And then Joe comes in, obviously doesn't let on to their conversation before. And Sam tells him that she told Kelly the news. And he's like, congratulations on becoming a big sister. And Mm. what does he offer her? A cold handshake.
0: Come on, man. Like, what? (laughs) And
1: Kelly realizes in this moment that Joe is not ready to become <laughs> a father. And so she makes this little list of things to do. Give mom total support, woman to woman. Help sir understand his new fatherly role. And try to convince the military to let people use their own blankets. Ugh, I have to do everything.
0: <laughs> it's giving Eloise at the plaza. Literally. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, sir, it's not like you don't understand affection. Like, we saw you making out with uh, Sam earlier. He definitely
1: doesn't fully understand um, non-romantic
0: affection. Yeah, definitely. Next morning, the horns are blaring. Kelly actually doesn't get up at first. And when Stone comes in and inspects the ladies... She then gets in Kelly's face and suggests that there has to be something wrong here. And she looks over at Kelly, but she doesn't notice anything astray. Stone then almost, like, passes by, but then she notices the corner of Kelly's little rainbow blanket peeking Mm -hmm. out from under her pillow. So she grabs the blanket and reiterates that she never wants to see this in her barracks again. And then she, like, rips up the blanket and, like, stomps on it. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly is very upset. It's obvious that she's had this blanket, like, forever. It's a security Mm -hmm. blanket kind of thing. She's holding back tears, but Stone is like, and now, now I won't. Sweet dreams, maggot. Cruel. Yeah. I'm like, that's so unnecessary.
1: Yeah. I'm like, they can just destroy personal property like that. Yeah.
0: I'm like, this this 16-year-old has too
1: much power. Definitely. 100%. So at night, Kelly asks Carla if she's just supposed to let Stone get away with this. And Carla's like, go back to bed. And Kelly gets up out of bed, opens her trunk, and Carla is like, get back into bed, Kelly. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this is between me and Jennifer. And Kelly brings her paints into Stone's barracks in the morning. <laughs> Stone gets out of bed and goes to the restroom and we just see her boots as she walks through the barracks and we hear like this laughter start. And as she keeps walking, more people start laughing and she starts running into the bathroom, looks in the mirror and then feels like the back of her head and realizes that it is painted rainbow Mm -hmm. and just shrieks.
0: Uh, Christy Carlson Romano she did like a YouTube video a while back where she rewatched this movie for the first time in a long time and apparently people like still ask her to this day like did they really paint your hair and she's like no it was a plastic piece that they like put over my hair obviously right that makes sense (laughs) so we then go to the obstacle course Kelly is back at the top of that wall and Stone approaches the bottom of the wall and Kelly is actually able to rappel down Mm-hmm. And Stone tells Kelly she knows it was her that painted her hair and presents her with a court martial. <laughs> oh, wow. So, back at the house, Joe and Sam talk about, you know, what the court martial is. He explains that the court is all student run, but he reviews the decisions. Again, the students have so much power in this school.
1: Yeah, it is really run like the military.
0: It's, yeah. it's very interesting. So, he. You know, it's a weird position to be put in. He tells Sam that he's wanted this job all his life, but Sam is like, listen, that one girl isn't going to ruin this job for you, and he says he thought that until he met the one little girl that could. Mm. So Kelly is listening to this whole conversation. She's very teary-eyed. She's emotionally stirred, and Joe excuses himself to take a walk. And Sam comes over to see Kelly crying, and she comforts her. And Sam tells Kelly that she'll need to say sorry to the court and suggests, you know, maybe they shouldn't have come here. And Kelly says that she never actually asked her if she wanted to come here.
1: Yeah, which is definitely true. It was yeah. a decision made. And that makes sense. Like, it's her parents, so – Right. She's a child. She's not going to decide where she lives, but right. – it did seem like uh, hey, we're not even going to prime you for this. It's like no, totally we're uprooting. Yeah. yeah.
0: Not only are we getting married, which is already a big thing, but we're moving and we're also having a new baby like immediately. Right. That's a lot for a 13-year-old to handle. And mm-hmm. when her dad is fucking nowhere to be found. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brutal. So – She goes to
1: court where Stone reads off all of these infractions, uh, orderly quarters, dress code. And Brad is like, speaking of, um, Stone, please take off your cover. And Stone just looks at Brad and then keeps reading off the violations. But Brad is like, Stone, please, um, the evidence. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. cruel. Yeah. Cruel. So Stone takes off her cap and shows the rainbow painted on her hair. And Carla, who is representing Kelly, does point out that it is just paint. It should wash out. And the students, like, do a small deliberation. And Kelly's like, oh, no, I forgot to say sorry. Like, I need to tell them that I'm sorry about this. And they declare her guilty. She will report to the commandant's office for sentencing. Yeah.
0: So Kelly sits with Joe and he says he thought long and hard about her punishment And decided that she's going to be the equipment manager for the drill team. (gasps) The robots. Oh, my God. The gun robots. So it's basically a scut job. Like, she has to deal with uniforms, maintain the rifles, et cetera, et cetera. And he says, maybe she'll learn some respect for property this way. And I'm like, you know who doesn't respect property? Captain Stone, who ripped up a blanket. But she didn't get in trouble for that. (laughs) So... He walks over to the window and shows her his trophy from when they, like, placed third, the the drill team, Mm -hmm. and says they haven't done that well since. And Joe says that's going to change this year because Colonel Mickelson, yeah, is the advisor, and he tells Kelly, you know, go see him later, get everything squared away. Yes. So
1: outside, Kelly's dad does call her back, and he is in – like what seems to be like a jungle with mm-hmm. some people who are like he's taking pictures and they're all hiking together. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming they're locals. So they're like showing him the way. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, it worries me when you try to sound happy. And she tells him everything is good, you know, except I got court ordered. And he's like, that's great, honey. <laughs> um, And she's like, well, I'm also on the drill team. And like, that's amazing, as he's snapping his pictures, not listening, and he tells her that he's proud of her, and Kelly almost tells him what's going on with her, but he says he has to go, and then promptly, like, trips and falls into a swamp.
0: I can't stand this guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing, honey. He's like a walking whoopee cushion. So the next morning, we get the morning horn again. And Kelly is introduced to her duties by Mickelson, says the idea is to keep the gear polished and ready to go, just like in combat, when you need something, you need it now and you need it to work. So he lets her get to it. She's polishing a boot and she's like making up this song about Jennifer where she's like, I don't know what I've been told. Jennifer's heart is mighty cold. And Brad walks in and he's like, how cold? And she's like, real cold how cold, ice cold. <laughs> and then she realizes that she is responding to an actual human being in the room. So she turns around, shocked that it's, oh my God, Brad. And he's like, oh, you call that a shoe shine? And then he takes the boot and like spits on it. Weirdly charged moment. Yeah, the <laughs> spitting of on the, it's like, yeah. Fascinating. So he polishes the shoe and he's like, You know, this is how you do it. And then he's like, you will make me laugh, Cadet Kelly. Mm. So
1: the drill team practices in the gym. They're led by Brad. And they look really cool. I mean, it's like definitely interesting. So Joe walks in and tells them they have a meet in two weeks. It could be their first step in winning the regionals. And he's like, make me proud. And the team begins to spin their guns. And it dawns on Kelly. That this is like Swan Lake, except instead of tutus, they were in uniforms. And she actually takes a moment to, like, admire their choreography as she sits on the bleachers polishing stuff.
0: Yeah. Then back in the barracks, Carla tells Kelly that she'll help her with the uniforms. You know, part of what they learned here is to help each other. Kelly says, yeah, I would help if I could fit in. And Carla tells her that nobody fits in at first. And she ends up saying that basically she's lucky to be here. Home isn't what she would have picked over being here at military school. And so Kelly decides to invite Carla to dinner at her house on Friday and a sleepover. And Carla agrees. So I guess Kelly gets to live at home on the weekends. I
1: think so. I think she visits on the weekends. So we go back to drill and Kelly and Carla are shining some pins and Brad comes into the room and Kelly is like, can I borrow some spit, sir? And he like <laughs> spits on the boot and then Stone comes up and asks Brad to help her with some moves for the big meat. He's like, of course. And Kelly tells Brad that she brings good luck to things and sometimes people rub her head. So she (laughs) offers her head to Brad who like rubs it, which I found to be so funny because it doesn't honestly seem like there are any romantic feelings between them. It's just like this funny little friendship that she uses to like poke at Stone. Yeah. So Stone is like, all right, guns, please. And they go back to practice. And Kelly decides to pick up a gun and try out a couple of tricks. Hmm. So she tries to, like, toss it in the air and catch it, which
0: she drops twice, but then she actually does catch it.
1: And Carla's like, okay. All right. Go
0: off. It's time for the Invitational. Rawway, which is, like, another school, I think, they come into the gym. Brad tells the team, you know, don't let them psych you out. And... Stone actually ends up snapping her belt buckle. So Kelly she ends is up with a spare. <laughs> yeah. Joe's very impressed that Kelly is like on it. She's there to help out the team. The meet begins and the team start, you know, marching towards each other. And George Washington begins their drill. They spin their guns. They do it adeptly. Like we have this whole long montage. Mm-hmm. We then see uh Rawway high school. They go for the un- unarmed gun. Competition and Kelly watches as the two-person team performs this like synchronized dance of marches and claps and everything. It kind of reminds me of like Step a right. little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then the Raway Drill team goes and they are a lot better than George Washington. They just they're like, like
1: so much cooler and their yeah. choreography
0: is like better. Yeah, they're like super precise. They kind of blow George Washington out of the water. Mm -hmm.
1: So after the Invitational, Stone talks to the team and tells them that she expects more from them. They need to practice, practice, practice. But Brad is like, okay, give it a rest. We're actually great in the regulation phase, but we need some sort of like originality, individuality, creativity. Mm -hmm. So Kelly bites her lip and Brad tells everyone, good job. You know, we'll get him next time when it counts. And just Brad and Kelly are left in the room. So Kelly decides to show Brad just a little gun dance she's been working on.
0: God, I hope I get it. I hope I I get it. it. (laughs) How many people does he need? Yeah. (laughs) So Kelly
1: prances around with the gun and does some little steps. And she's like, da-da-da, da da And Brad asks her what she's doing. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's just like a little something I thought would cheer you up. And Brad hands her the gun. And he's like, do it again. And that's an order. Mm-hmm. And Kelly tells us her to-do list. Keep sir and mom's relationship going. shepherd a baby into the world. <laughs> And win a drill team medal for Brad. I have to do everything. Uh, Little old me creating problems for me to accomplish. Mm.
0: Just carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders by my Mm. own proclivities. We got an (laughs) atlas over here. Yeah. So in the barracks, Kelly approaches Gloria and she actually offers her some jewelry and scarves. And Gloria asks what the catch is. And Kelly says, I want to try out for the drill team. And I want you to be my coach. And it wouldn't be professional unless I paid you. And Gloria has like a little smile on her face. She's like, okay. And I'm like, the potential. What we could have had.
1: I know. (laughs) So uh, training montage. Gloria trains Kelly on the moves and asks her government trivia to help her prepare. She's like, who is the chief officer of the military and um kelly is not aware of these answers she does not know anything Mm -hmm. she's not really the brightest bulb in the ceiling fan yeah but she tries to spin the gun she keeps dropping it but like it's kind of a passage of time montage because over time she does get better and better and kelly asks gloria what's next and she's like There's nothing more we can do. Tryouts are on Wednesday, and you're ready. Ah, ah. She does her little, like, happy dance. She's like, oh, oh, yeah. Mm -mm -mm."
0: Sadly, this is our last scene with Kelly and Gloria. Tragic. (laughs) So Kelly does her tryout. She nails it. And Stone calls it cheerleader stuff. And hopes that Brad, you know, noticed the flaws in her execution. And Brad is like, everyone, auditions are over and the results will be posted in the morning. And so, of course, in the morning, Kelly pops out of bed to see the list. But before she can read it, she gets handed an envelope to go see the commandant. Oh, my God. What could it be? Yes. So
1: she goes to his office and he's like, it's come to my attention that you have tried out for the drill team without my knowledge. And on the recommendation of Cadet Captain Rigby, you've made it. <gasps> oh my gosh. And Joe's like, I'm very proud of you. And Kelly asks if they hug or salute or shake or something. And he offers her another cold handshake. <laughs> And Kelly's like, permission to speak, sir. And he's like, go ahead. And she tells him it was a great idea to have her join the drill team. And she's learned a lot. But there are some lessons that he needs to learn, too. And she tells him that they have a baby to raise. And they, they need to be smelled at constantly and, like, loved. And they're messy. And they need to be held all day and all night. And they can't salute. And Joe is like, permission to teach. Mm -hmm. so they come to a mutual understanding that, you know, maybe
0: there are a couple things that he could learn from her. Wow. Who would have thought? Not him, that's for sure. Not (laughs) me either, really. So Kelly passes by the uniforms for the drill team, and she sees her uniform Wow, with her name on it for the first time. Very exciting. And outside, meanwhile, on the quad, Stone is practicing for the non-armed event. And Kelly, you know, goes up to her, but Stone just pushes her out of the way. And we have this great montage where Kelly is, like, kind of mimicking her choreo, trying to match it. And then they kind of get into, like, a dance-off moment. (laughs) And this, I think initially it was, like, a Macy Gray song or something, but it just got replaced to, like, nondescript, like stock music right on streaming <laughs> so you know they have this little dance off everybody starts to watch like Bl- brad and gloria are watching at the end brad claps and says bravo and suggests that maybe they work on something like that Ooh. you know put it into the exhibition phase of the competition And Stone is like, what are you talking about? This is supposed to be my fucking solo. Like, they weren't doing a
1: solo when Rawway did it. Like, why would you do a solo? It would be better with two people.
0: I'm like, nobody wants to watch just one person stepping around and turning really quickly. Where's the story there? Yeah. Where's the the drama? (laughs) And Kelly is like, but I don't even remember what I did. He says, doesn't matter. Just do it again just breathe Mm. so
1: in class (laughs) the teacher is talking about advancing from the rear as like a war tactic and Kelly begins to think about how this can apply to real life and why it's important to stomach Jennifer so later on Kelly actually comes up to Jennifer in like the room where all the uniforms and stuff are and Stone ignores her at first but Kelly is like Um, I have some really cool ideas for our routine. And Stone is like, oh, well, I bet that you already told Brad. But Kelly is like, no, you are my partner and commanding officer. I work with you. Mm -hmm. And this made me think that Jennifer needs to learn, like, a thing or two about female friendship. Because right now she's seeing Kelly as, like, competition or an adversary. But really, like, Kelly just wants to break the ice and, like, Have, uh, you know, agreement between the two of them. She wants to befriend her, Mm -hmm. so it's like, why, why are you competing with someone who doesn't want to compete with you?
0: Right. Like the closest thing that Jennifer has to a friend, I guess, is Gloria. But Gloria, I guess, is of a lower rank than she is, so she doesn't see her as an equal and kind of treats her as almost like an assistant or like a crony at times. So I'm like, you gotta be lonely. I definitely think I think she is lonely. Yeah.
1: But Stone gives her permission
0: to discuss. Yes. So later on at dinner, Kelly and Sam set the table for Kelly's dad. Oh, my God. He's in town. So Adam arrives. Kelly is, of course, beyond excited to see her father. They hug. Joe comes out to say hi. And Adam thanks him for taking care of their little girl. And... Joe is clearly like feeling something about, you know, looking at Kelly and her dad together, how easy and natural it is for them. So Adam also like gives Kelly a gift from his travels and Sam comes in, he sees that she is super pregnant. And she's like, "Yep, I'm pregnant and uh dinner will be ready in 5 or 6 minutes. I hope you like turkey." And she's like, "I actually made it. It was raw." <laughs> And I
1: fucking cooked that shit up. Mm -hmm. So at dinner, everyone is like laughing. And Adam says that he has taken an assignment in the area on rock climbing. And that means he will be able to come for the competition. Oh, my God. Ah! So he's like, I'll get some shots early morning. And then it's just the two of them at 11 a.m. We can even synchronize our watches and everything.
0: Wow. So time comes for the competition. Brad goes up to Joe and says they're going to blow their socks off because this time they have something that they've never seen before. Mm-hmm. He then turns to Stone and to Kelly, and he advises the Stone to check the schedule and ask Kelly to double check on the rifles. Suddenly, who comes up to surprise Kelly but her BFF Amanda from the city. Oh, my oh god! My so Kelly introduces Amanda to, like, the group of people in front of her she says this is amanda my best and truest friend and carla's like dying in the corner she feels super sad and like i feel bad for carla obviously but i'm like it's been a couple months she's known this girl for years like you know what do you expect so carla just sadly walks away and joe notices this but kelly doesn't
1: yeah so we fast forward to the beginning of a competition, and I think he's a general, the guy who's like announcing it, yeah. Um, had to ask <laughs> Josh, he's <And I> <laughs> like, can you take a look at this? So he begins announcing, he's like, it's the Northeast Regional Team Competition. To all the parents present, you should be very proud. And he kicks off the beginning of the inspection and says, let the best flight win. Mm. So they have the inspection, and the cadets are
0: asked just like an array of questions. It's so interesting that this is like a part of drill. It's right? like trivia, <laughs> right?
1: It's like not only do you have to nail the choreography, but you also have to be able to like know everything. Mm-hmm. So Kelly is questioned individually, and she actually nails it. She so- shows this officer. Um, like a gun thing i think it's like how to salute not in formation and then kelly looks over and sees that her father still isn't there Mm. and after inspection brad checks their scores it's straight 10s across the board they're doing great so far and then kelly's cell phone rings and everyone is like (gasps) are you fucking joking yeah They're like, what if that had gone off while we were being inspected? The whole flight would have been summarily disqualified. And Kelly turns to Carla and tells her that maybe her truest friend can help her out of this one. And I was like, oh, no, Carla. So Kelly, first of all, like, tells Carla that she wasn't thinking when she said that and apologizes to her. And then she's like. Let me explain. You know, my father is the only one who calls me on that phone. Like, it's our lifeline. And she actually tries to call back her dad, but she can't reach him. And she looks up in the stands at her mom, who, like, shrugs. She's like, you know, I don't know where he is either.
0: Yeah, it's not looking good. So before, you know, the George Washington team has to go up, Joe gives them a little pep talk. And he says that he's been looking forward to this competition for months. And he knows that they're ready. He thanks them for representing the school and he notices Kelly is looking distracted. So he goes up to her and he's like, don't stress. You're going to be great, but he can see how worried she looks. So he asks what's wrong. And Kelly says, she's worried that her dad is hurt and that, you know, he's known to take chances and he's not here when he promised he would be like something feels wrong. And so he asks when she last heard from him, and she says a couple of hours ago, but the line went dead, and that never happens. So he asks if she wants to leave to go and look for him. And she says that she will not abandon her flight, and she knows that this competition is important to him, and she won't let him down. And Joe says that she also has a duty, though, to her father, and says that they can go and find him. And I'm like, thank goodness. Thankfully, someone has a heart here. Mm-hmm. Also, they don't tell anyone where they're going, which they is crazy. just kind of bust yeah. <laughs> out. So they're about to go
1: on for the competition. And Brad is like, Stone, take everyone into account. Make sure everyone's here. And Stone is like, guess who's missing? Meanwhile, they're on the mountain. And Joe drives Kelly to the point where her father is supposed to be. She sees her father's camera bag and is like, "This isn't looking good." Mm-hmm. So she climbs to like the edge of the rocks to see if she can find her dad. Meanwhile, at the competition, Brad asks Gloria to tell the fourth element to stand down. And then we go back to the mountain. Kelly and Joe look over the rocks and see that Kelly's dad has fallen. He is like bleeding. Oh my, Not God. responsive. Yeah. So, like, thank God they came to check on him. Right. And Joe calls in his injury. He's like, super military. He's like, we're this many miles from the thing and Mm da-da-da. And he asked for a rescue team and an ambulance. And Kelly is like, I'm going to go down there. Like, I'm going to rappel down. You can't do it. You're too heavy. I won't be able to pull you back up. So he's like, are you sure you want to do this? And... She's like, I'm trained. I can do this.
0: Yeah, you're trained, but you're also still only 13. Right. And that's your I'd, dad.
1: I'm so surprised that he's like, yeah, that's fine. So but like, yeah, I guess, I guess- they- <laughs> he is trained too. Like, I guess, yeah. I don't know. At this point, I'm assuming it's been like the whole school year. So maybe she does. She's really good at it now. But it is a pretty bold thing to do. Yeah, for sure.
0: So meanwhile back of the competition the team is doing their routine as kelly is gearing up and she starts to rappel down this mountain absolutely horrifying Mm -hmm. and as she makes her way down to her dad he's like kelly where am i oh my god he starts to come to and she Can't actually like fully make it down because the rope is too short. So she actually has to like jump down a little bit, but she does land safely on this very, very tiny portion of rock. And you know, her father's like, oh, careful, that first step over there is a doozy. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, you're concussed. Like that's a long (laughs) fall. Yeah. So Joe asks if everything's okay. And Kelly reports back, sir, yes, sir.
1: So we actually The next scene is an ambulance. Um, Both Adam and Kelly are back on the tip of the mountain, and he's strapped into the gurney, about to be taken into the hospital. And Kelly hugs her father and then turns to Joe, and he tells her, well done. And she's about to salute him, but he's like – opens his arms up, and he's like, Kelly. Mm. So – They hug and Kelly realizes that Sir is ready to have the baby. And after they hug, Adam offers Kelly his hand and she says, this is a photo opportunity. If only I had my camera, I would show my dad and my dad, both brave, both safe, and both mine.
0: Wow. So
1: Joe says, you know, two dads and Kelly. You can have two best friends. And Mm. Kelly's just like, I can't believe he dropped into dad mode (laughs) so quickly. I couldn't help but smile. (laughs) I know. He's like, I'm full of knowledge
0: now. He's like, I have the emotional intelligence that you've been craving all along. Right. And she's like, you know what?
1: Maybe I don't have to do everything.
0: Yeah. Because you're 13. You get to relax a little bit. So we go back to the competition, and Brad says that George Washington is down by five points. Jennifer and Kelly will have to, you know, get those, make up those points for them
1: in their Mm -hmm. little
0: duo. So Stone is really pissed, and she's about to call Kelly a maggot when Kelly shows up with Sir who formally excuses her from the previous exhibition. Yeah. And Kelly reports for duty. Brad and Gloria smile. And Brad says, okay, let's get ready to rumble. And Gloria says, let's go, girls. (laughs) (laughs) So Kelly goes up to Carla. She apologizes and tells her that it's not that she likes Amanda better. She's just known her longer. And asks if they're still friends and carla says yes
1: so we go to the unarmed competition and stone tells kelly that they have a lot of ground to make up for because of her and kelly is like luckily we're really good at this and i love that they did the routine to i'm a one girl revolution mm-hmm. and i guess i don't know if that was like in the original i can't remember but i think so right i think so yeah So they do this routine, which is very, like, a combination of the traditional military stuff, but also um, very, like, we got some, like, dance moves in there Mm -hmm. and some stuff going on. And then they even bring out fucking ribbons, bro. Yeah. And it's so, so fucking good. And they throw up their ribbons and the
0: crowd cheers. Yeah, and the ribbons are – they're, like, the colors of the school. I think it's, like, green and – Green and yellow. Yellow, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the crowd goes wild. Afterwards, the sergeant tells them that their performances were spectacular, and he's never seen such an original or close competition. He announces third place, and then the winner by one point, Rawway High School – with George Washington taking the silver. So it was a very close call, and they got silver, which is better than they've done in years. So very exciting. Yeah. Gloria says, you know, we got beat, but Brad says, no. We meddled, and we're still going to nationals. Kelly says that it's her fault, and Stone says, yeah, you're right. If you hadn't joined the team, we wouldn't (laughs) have gotten this far. Oh, my God. So – Kelly is like,
1: I knew in that moment I would be telling my grandchildren about this someday. And she actually hugs Stone and tells her, you know what, we'll nail it next year. But Stone tells her that actually this is her last year. Um, Her father is being transferred to Europe. So there won't be a next year. Oh, my God. But she does hope that Kelly will become a platoon leader and have to deal with a maggot just like her. And they do one final formation to salute the commandant. And Kelly tells us that this is her first autobiography. So she might not have gotten everything right. The events are true. The feelings are genuine. And my memoirs are finished. But I might have forgotten what everyone was wearing.
0: Wow. The
1: end. Um, I love this movie. I think it really holds up. I loved it when I was a kid. And like... There's something
0: so magnetic
1: about Miss Hillary Duff.
0: Yeah, can't look away from her when she's on screen. Even though, like personally, I find Kelly's character be, to be quite annoying at times, <laughs> I still like was very endeared by her, and I think that just is such a testament to how charming and likable Hillary is as a person, mm-hmm. just naturally. Um, and it's like really fun to see her go through this journey, and even still, like maintain such a strong sense of optimism and individuality, and she really doesn't let things get her down. And it's really, you know, inspiring, I would say, to see such a perseverant character. Definitely, especially, I think she's supposed to be
1: 13 in the movie. Mm -hmm. And there are obviously, like, it's a coming-of-age movie. Like, she learns to be more disciplined, but she's still very much that artsy girl who is an optimist. It's weird because she does have... A lot of responsibilities in the beginning. She puts it on herself Mm -hmm. to have a lot of responsibilities. But it does feel like through going to the school, she learns to fit in with other people. Like it's not just about her as the individual. It's about the team. It's about being focused on something, Mm -hmm. Um, learning how to learn something new and be disciplined at what you're doing which I think is like a really great lesson that we can all still like learn to like have that sense of teamwork and discipline when we want to pursue something.
0: Yeah, for sure. And she definitely seems like the kind of kid who needs some of that structure to kind of keep her balanced. Because before it was just like all fun, all play, and she couldn't, like, commit to even just, like, her project. She couldn't even commit to what medium she wanted to right, do for so right. long. So she just needed, like, some things in place. Obviously, military school is, like, an extreme form of structure, which yeah. is not applicable to everybody. Not everyone will thrive in that kind of environment, um, but it's definitely something that she needed more of in her life.
1: Yeah, and I, I feel like the intertwining of her story with Jennifer Stone mm. and with Gloria, It really kind of put into perspective about how, like, you might not be like other people, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean you can't connect with them. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of just, like, honestly, a good movie to see if you are moving or going to a new place and Mm -hmm. being like, you know what? Things are going to be different, but change can actually be good.
0: Yeah, and I like that so much of the movie is focused on – These friendship dynamics and I kind of wish we didn't have any sort of romantic subplot whatsoever because it doesn't serve anything and sometimes just creates like weird moments between Kelly and uh, Brad that I was just like I don't need this like this isn't doing anything for me. Um, And sometimes he's like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Jennifer is is cruel to other people, but he's also like kind of cruel to Jennifer, too. So I'm like, I don't. Definitely. I don't need this. Get rid. Sorry, Brad, but you don't don't add too much to the story. He could have even been there as a character, but just not in any sort of romantic context. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I like seeing the, the relationship between Callie and Jennifer shift and change. I just wish we got to see like a little bit more. Like, if we had one scene where we get to see them, like, emotionally connecting on something, maybe, like, Jennifer doesn't feel super close to her parents because they are in the military and, like, moving around so much and she feels really uprooted. And Kelly is, you know, also not able to be around her dad a lot because he's Mm -hmm. always traveling. Like, that could have been, like, a really interesting point of connection for them. So I wish we could have just got, like, one scene where we get to see them maybe have, like, a little heart-to-heart or a chat. But, you know.
1: What can you do? Yeah. Like, if Brad wasn't
0: there, yeah, on more of that. We don't waste so much time on fucking Brad. <laughs> Brad, 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 Brad,
1: Brad. Oh. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I for me, the movie really holds up. um, Especially because it's just super focused on Kelly. And, like, there isn't, like, a lot of, like, military propaganda in it. It's more of just, like, yeah, this is the vehicle that we're using to show her like evolution mm-hmm. as a character.
0: Yeah. I actually watched this, um, this video essay called Cadet Kelly has a gay agenda by Max teeth <laughs> on YouTube. It was super interesting, like putting this movie in context with kind of the, the political military landscape of the time. Cause this movie came out in 2002 But it was actually filmed and they wrapped filming right before 9-11 happened. It's so crazy. Um, And just kind of talking about how that kind of colors the reception of this movie and various other um, things with the military. Because obviously there's a lot of queer undertones in this movie. Definitely. And at the time in the military, like, Don't Ask, Don't Tell is very much still a thing. And there's, mm-hmm. like, so much there. So if you want more information and kind of, like, unpacking all of these socio-element, sociopolitical elements around the movie, I definitely recommend watching that video essay. I'll have it linked in the show notes. But, yeah, this this movie, also the one of the, the producers, which they talk about in this video essay, also produced this movie called… Private Benjamin starting uh, Goldie Hawn, who's a woman oh. who decides to, like, enlist in the army, I think, after, like, her marriage falls apart or something. So both very much, like, fish-out-of-water stories intertwined with Interesting. the service. Yeah, and
1: also, obviously, the injection of, like, individuality that mm-hmm. she brings into the military and the way that she kind of touches Carla's life and Gloria's life, Um because Carla is so happy to be there, but she also seems like an outsider, mm-hmm. even though she is a really well-behaved student and seems to do really well at the school. And then Gloria, of course, who is just so straight-laced and she kind of cracks through and like is able to connect with her yeah, um, and make her feel valued on her opinions and mm-hmm. make her feel like she's not just – Uh, jennifer stone's like assistant essentially yeah
0: like i think it meant a lot to gloria that kelly was like i want you to teach me Mm -hmm. so yeah just great getting to see those like moments of emotional connection and these girls getting to to open up to each other with that being said shall we give her a rating I think I'm going to go with a nine.
1: Whoa. Yeah, I love this movie. I think it's a simple, really well done movie. Also, all the actors, like, for being kids, are really good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. For me, I'm going to give it a little (laughs) bit of a lower score. And it's not because it's not a good movie. I just – I didn't feel, like, emotionally stirred by this movie, especially compared to – I just kept thinking about when we did a ring of endless light and how like oh, how like invested that, I was. That really resonated with <laughs> yeah. you. I was I feel so you. I was so emotional watching that movie. Um and I didn't quite feel that way with this one. It's obviously a very different tone and different subject matter, but I did really enjoy it. I thought it was a really fun watch. It's great to rewatch, you know, as as an adult. Great to have on for like a, a sleepover night or something. So I'm gonna give it like a, a super, super solid eight. I respect yeah. that. Yeah. I respect that. And our girl Hillary just yeah. killing it. As per usual. It's, it's the only thing she knows how to do. Yeah. <laughs> so if you would like to watch Cadet Kelly, it is available on Disney Plus.
1: And of course, if you want more content in the meantime, um, you can always follow us on TikTok at movies that raised us pod. You can send us a good old fashioned email at movies that raised us at gmail.com
0: yes you can also follow us on instagram at movies that raised us and you can follow us on twitter at mtru underscore pod and don't forget if you're interested in joining patreon this month we had hairspray and next month we will be doing bend it like beckham so head on over to patreon and check it out
1: yeah and with that being said i guess we'll salute you off until next time yes I'm Mo. And I'm Christina. And our
0: theme song is by Garrett Schmidt. Bye. Bye.